Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. How we seize it, episode twenty nine. We're calling this the the post op uh, what to watch. And why are list. we calling that, Noah? <laughs> well, that's because uh, I'm having knee surgery in uh, less than uh, twenty hours from now. So tomorrow noon, I got to be at the hospital for a Damn. two o'clock uh, full knee replacement. Uh, it's a, been a long time coming. I mean, uh, the first surgery I had on this was two thousand seven, so thirteen years ago. Uh, damaged it in the mid '90s. Um, lived with that for <laughs> for a long time until I got the first surgery to kind of get it fixed. 2007, really? And that was that's yeah. about. Gosh, when did we we met? In, I guess 2005. Yeah, it was towards okay. the end of okay. it. Was it? Well, I mean, I had I had a uh, had knee problems. Um, what it was is I damaged it when I was in the Coast Guard, um, and it it would click on me and give out and things like that. But it wasn't as bad. It, it wasn't the painful. It wasn't the cartilage was completely gone. What what turned out was is a um, about a nickel sized uh, piece of cartilage kind of flap was uh, broken free. So it was sometimes it would sit flat, but it would be loose, and sometimes it would pop up, and that's when it, my knee would catch and and I would drop and things like that. A lot of pain. So uh, finally got to a doctor in 2007 after dealing with that for about, I'd say, a good 11 years off and on, you know, slowly getting worse. And then um, had the surgery and they pulled, they, they cut it out. I had to, I was on crutches with no weight on my ankle or foot for, you know, no, no f- pressure on it at all for six weeks. And then had a, uh, was on crutches and cane for another six months with a limp took about a year before I didn't have, you know, any signs of it, but it slowly just started getting worse and worse. And so that was the, you know, the crux of it all. It just kind of, it, it was a bandaid. Uh, about four years later, I got another clean out and about another four years after that, got another clean out. And, and this then, time they're actually going to, going to take the kneecap off and put in like some new, uh, new, new metallic new gear, new hardware. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I was. Uh, it was funny. I was asking uh, some friends. Uh, I think I put it out on Facebook. Like, hey, uh, if anybody's got that theme for that six million dollar man, uh, I need to get that, and you know, <laughs> right. I want to start walking around with it as a theme. And not not because I feel like I'm gonna, you know, be bionic or anything, but this is that's about what it costs any these days to get you know a surgery is about six million dollars. So, but no, it's uh yeah, it's a titanium, um, kind of bog joint, um that they put on like a, a medical plastic hardened plastic thing that's attached to the bones. And so they put me off for a long time because I wasn't over 50 and they, they say that knees, you know, tend to only last 20, 30 years or before earlier was 10 to 15 years. Now they're lasting 20, 30 years, depending on how bad you beat them up kind of thing. So uh, I'm hoping to still be able to do Kempo on it, you know, 100%. I'm really hoping that I, I can find a way to play hockey again, you know, maybe not in goal, but at least skating. Um, so just so- get back to school. So when you're playing hockey, you actually use your legs more goal or knees more? At well, goal, because you... uh, as a goalie, I would drop down to my knees and not that, you know, I mean, they're super padded and things, but it may be okay. more difficult. I don't know. I mean, I would love to be able to go back and play goal because I loved it. That was one of my favorite things playing hockey. I, I just, you know, they say cr- goalies are crazy and, and I believe it because that's <laughs> what I love to do. I mean, who else puts their self in front of 
you know, a, a slap shot and like, yeah, I got this. Not only that, but I mean, you wear a mask and you make saves with just your face and, and you don't even blink. It's just one of those things. And, and, and it was what I love to do. And, and um, so it also kept me from fighting because when I played out, uh, if, if you hit my team, I was coming after you. I was just kind of that kind of guy. Hey, that's um, part of the rules, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to say I was an enforcer, but I was definitely a, a don't touch my people kind of guy. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, I uh, I had some really good friends um, that I played hockey with that I still talk to every once in a while, and I'd love to be out there playing with them again. So that's, that's a goal. Um, first Kempo, well, first walking, you know, without a limp, without pain, then Kempo with, you know, get back up to a, a good level and then hopefully hockey, you know, with other stuff like, you know, going on hikes again, you know, being able to do that without, you know, killing myself and feeling like, you know, shit for three days after. So that's great. That's great. Well, I know you've been quarantining for the last few days too, after yeah, uh, I had to, I had to do the COVID test, yeah. <laughs> uh, which, which was kind of a nerve wracking. So not only that, but Alyssa was feeling um, sick a little bit uh, a couple of days before that. I think it was last weekend she thought she had it too. And I was like, you better not have the goddamn COVID. Cause if, <laughs> if she has it, I can't get my surgery. I was like, God damn it. So she went and got her test, um, came back uh, negative. And then, uh, yeah, I had to do it on Monday, which is interesting. Cause then I had to quarantine or isolate myself, um, which started my disability essentially early. Like I would have been working yesterday and today had I not had to do that, but no, I got, I worked Monday and then I've been off the last two days, which was <laughs> nice. Cause it made it for it made it easy for me to do this review for what we're going to do today. True. Um, yeah, I know we but, celebrated on Sunday too. We got a couple brew days in uh, prior oh to. Oh God, yeah. That was that was nice yeah. to get together and 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 do do what we're we're starting to to call a a, a new new hobby, a new uh, a new right. passion. <laughs> um, a totally enjoyable one yeah. too, because like uh, you know, it's funny. I didn't need to get another five gallons of beer going, <laughs> but I wanted to. And so, yeah, I, uh, I've got that, um, which is funny because now I got I got to pull some people over probably next week to help me uh, either bottle or uh, move into a secondary. Um, I'm sure my daughter can help too and stuff like that, but I might I might be uh, ringing you up or yeah. uh, Jeremy and we'll see. Nice. I was, my dad was supposed to come help, but it looks like he's only coming for a day or two because I was going to try and get him roped into some of it, even though he doesn't really drink, but, you know fun to do stuff with him too so i thought that'd be kind of cool but yeah yeah we got that beer in uh those two brews um uh, it's a brew at jeremy's and then a brew at my house so that was kind of fun yeah yeah when it, we got to get another uh how we bruise it going we haven't talked about that in a while well but... we're gonna do the tasting or the uh the pairing our own personal yeah. pairing i've got uh i've got one that i'm drinking now and uh, and i'm bottling one i was gonna bottle it uh this afternoon but uh um, but uh, I had to wash all the bottles. I had like 50 bottles. Oh, I ran yeah. through the dishwasher and the dishwasher took like three hours, which was a lot longer than I expected. So oh. by, the, by the time it finished, right. I was kind of out of time. I had to, I had to kind of scramble to get, get some stuff ready for, for tonight. Um, yeah, I got, so I, got a bunch I might of do it after this. What's that? Cool. I got, I got a bunch of bottles. I got to get cleaned. A buddy of mine gave me um, like three cases worth, uh, or I guess 12 packs, two cases worth of bottles. Um, so I've got, I've got a bunch set up to do. I just got to get them going, peel some labels. Also got my kegs. Um, I've, I've got that set up. Uh, I got to get that cleaned and going. Um, which what is kind nice of kegs did you get? Did you get the, the pin, uh, or the, no, I, I got the ball. two types, the ball, ball valve. Okay. Ball valve. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, it's ball got valve. two, it's like a, got a gas in and a, and a, uh, liquid out. Air out. There's different. Yep. Okay. 
Well, so from what I understand, the the beer out is uh, down on the bottom, so it actually pulls from the bottom, and then the air right. in goes from the top. Yeah, it's got the beer out has a long a long yeah. stem that or the long feed where the other ones just. Uh, yeah, someone top. was telling me if when you when you actually pour into your keg, it's good to go through that so that it doesn't uh, oxygenate a lot. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so I thought that's cool. Well, I got I got to go. Although, a although one thing I've seen is that when you hook the gas up, when you hook the hook the uh, CO2 up, you uh, seal it uh, by putting about thirty. I'm not sure how much pressure you put in it, and then you release it. And what that does is yeah. it takes all the oxygen out that, when yeah. you pull it, and, and it'll release the oxygen. And you do that a few times when you're first sealing it before you. Yeah. Before you. There's start. a couple different things. I, but yeah, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look into it. Jeremy's also getting his kegs going, so he's gonna look into it. Uh, my keg, the kegerator I bought, um, I could I could put very little work into it and get it up and going, or I could put the work in like I want to and make it a really nice. Um, there's a thing called a coffin keyser. Um, it's a style and instead of having the, uh, taps out the front, you know, kind of like they actually put them up at the top. It's almost like a table. And then they have like the, the piece that goes up and, and out the top. And so it makes it almost look like a bar top and everything. Yeah. And I was like, that's, that's kind of cool. So I kind of want to do that. Um, so I'll see how, how long it's going to take me to get to the point where I can, uh, stand long enough to do some, some woodwork and probably uh pull some help in from my daughter and wife and that's another reason i was trying to get my dad up here get him doing some work so we'll see but yeah I, I'm, I'm totally stoked let me know if you need help cool yeah it's awesome <laughs> will do what's been going on with you this week i mean anything anything in particular uh well we've we've talked about it we, i did the i did the brewing with you this weekend uh mm -hmm. i i built a uh I built a shelf for my wife that, you know, I built her that, oh, yeah. uh, that little she shed, that, a little she shed. Right. And, she and I was, I was really excited because I wanted to build a, a fold down, uh, countertop on the, on the door as it opens up. And, um, I didn't really find any designs. I just kind of came up with my own, but it, it turned out really well. It actually folds down and kind of locks into place. And, uh, You've and been doing really right good back. with that lately. Like you're, you're, you're just off the cuff. I'm going to come up with a design is like, you killed it with the barbecue. Now you got the she shed. Mate. <laughs> well, the she yeah, shed itself, I kind of looked at some, some just to make sure I was kind of putting the parts in the right place and getting the framing right. But this, this little door, I, I saw some designs and I didn't really like them. So I came up with my own. Yeah. But I mean, looking at, looking at it, looking at something and going, okay, I can do that. And then doing it is different than getting a, you know, design that's already laid out, tells you how to cut things, where to cut them, the length it, that's, that's yeah. a little different than you know. You're you're not building IKEA. You're you know you're doing it off the cuff, a DI you know DIY and all that. So yeah, it, it's really fun, cool. it's and impressive. I think I think it's I think it's because I'm I'm not as project oriented in what I'm doing at work anymore because of the shelter in yeah. place, and I used to be so much more into the design and 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 building out out the network. And even though it's completely different than woodwork or or building a barbecue right. or something, it's still kind of that same idea of trying to put something together to make it work a certain way. And so I'm I'm looking for different outlets and and uh and yeah no you're so, killing so, it it's looking really good and that's what makes a beer that much more fun too it's it's almost like right. uh, it's it's you know you, you're it's like building a a uh, you have a, a recipe and and you yeah. you want to you know, all the everything has to be done a certain way but but there's all these different variables and it is and it's kind of like do. being a chef yeah right you know you, you're making this thing and you're adding your flavor and stuff the only thing that sucks about it is it takes some time to get the uh the final product right you know you're talking most if you're bottling or it you're talking at a minimum like four weeks most of the time i know so. and that's tough 
yeah. I've got this this well, batch that I'm working on right now that I'm really excited about, but I just don't know. I mean, so far so good. It's the only down. This is a Belgian, uh, the blonde that I did, and and that's right, what right. I was going to bottle today. And I got the the conversion is really nice as far as the alcohol. The the and and our our brew day went really nice. The only thing yeah. that I'm not sure about is uh, the temperature, the fermentation temperature. It's oh. recommended to be about. 60 start at 64 degrees and and of course right now we're just fermenting based on the um whatever the local temperature yeah whatever the temperature is in the closet and so however cool you can get it um so so i could get i it was probably about 68 is about as low as i could get it i've got the fridge coming the fermenting fridge but yeah uh, but not for this batch so so we'll see but but i'm excited i've i uh i was able to finally find a belgian blonde ale to to compare which which is what i'm drinking tonight and Awesome. I was just going to say, well, that leads us into, well, what are you drinking tonight? So I found, uh, I, I went to beverages and more off a recommendation from my brother. I said, well, you know, where do I get some Belgian blondes? <laughs> he tracked one down for me and I Belgium. went there. Yeah. Well, they have a whole Belgian section too. And they had a couple blondes. I got a six pack of, oh, what was it? Uh, Hef, no, uh, H-E-F-F-E. I'm, I might be wrong. Um, You're which, asking me to, to pronounce something. Off of spelling uh, it, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was more of a of a traditional one that's that's sold gotcha. as an imported uh, uh, Belgian blonde. Um, really tasty, nice vanilla, almost malty uh, uh, nice. flavor to it. I really liked it, and made me excited. But the one I'm drinking tonight was one I found on the shelf. It's called uh, Deliria from a manufacturer called Delirium, um, and this is oh, okay. a blonde Belgian ale. It says family brewed, uh, limited edition, special brewed by women. Um, but uh, oh. yeah, so it's a it's a pint bottle uh, that I yeah, that I just really cracked cool. open. And I like I, I I'm finding I'm liking these these Belgian blondes. So both of these I've been. This one doesn't have the the same van, va, vanilla characteristics as the uh, as the other, other, but it's uh, but it's got a nice nice taste. That I'm, so I'm so now at least I've got something to compare to with this other. Right, one. right. I remember clicking it. Oh, that was bad. And, if and I remember so, correctly. Yeah, go ahead. They're very smooth. The The Belgian styles are, are a nice, smooth kind of a beer. And they, um, they don't go after the heavy bitterness. Um, right. Uh, but And they have usually more of a spicy, spicy tones, uh, like like the vanilla one in this case. This has just got kind of a peppery. It's it's really nice. So cool. I'm excited. And this is this time, rather than letting the content choose the beer... I kind of went around the other way around where I looked at the beer label, which was pink elephants. <laughs> and that kind of led me to something to watch for this, which, which, uh, is one of the, one of the films I'll be talking about in our, in our, uh, that I, that I streamed and watched. I watched the whole thing just, just because I wanted oh, to cool. have a segue from this. So at some point I'll, I'll, I'll segue into that. <laughs> I haven't really watched anything in the last few days, but I scrolled through Netflix and Amazon and Hulu um, I probably spent four hours just cruising through things to see, basically setting up a list for when I'm, uh, you know, post-op and, and I'm looking for something to do that doesn't involve moving around. Um, even though I'm supposed to get up every hour and walk around for like 15 minutes, which is fine. Um, you, now you, now involved. what do you have? You've got, you've got Amazon prime. You've got, I've got Hulu. it all. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I have, I've got Netflix, Amazon prime, Hulu, and Disney plus. Those are the four that I've got. I have those. Um, I, have that. I had HBO, I but I let that, I, I canceled that cause, um, so I have stars also. Okay. Um, <laughs> I still have CBS all access 
don't know why. Yeah, I canceled um, that too. <laughs> and then um, I have uh, HBO and Showtime through a password yeah. of my father's. Oh, so you to. got it all. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, my dad is one of those guys that, you know, he buys whatever is the biggest package on um, uh, cable or whatever. He always has all the channels. You know, it's just how he is. He's always, he especially like HBO and stuff like that. He'll always have those. But he watches, I mean, he, he doesn't do much else but sit and watch and, and, and read things. So he, he's not out doing a whole bunch of else. But yeah, he always has all the packages. So if there's ever thing, anything I need to watch, I just get a hold of him. Not that he remembers his passwords, but, um, you know, my stepmom does and I can get them from her or my brother in law. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, it's sometimes tricky because uh, these, these, these uh, streaming services have exclusive content and you know, the only way of doing it is getting there, get a hold of their subscription, which is right. a little annoying sometimes. Did you see, uh, I don't, this must've just been released, but we uh, talked about it when we were doing the trailers uh, was on Amazon prime guns akimbo just just got released i, I did see that yeah. i saw that uh just a couple hours ago i was like sweet that's one that i yeah. definitely will be watching i want to watch that too uh, i've not seen it so i had that written down but uh, uh there's but actually a few that we had talked about before that i i definitely had posted up i was like oh yeah i, I need to watch that that i you know we talked about before I right least i believe we talked about it guns akimbo so. is uh is daniel radcliffe of harry potter fame yep. uh and it's it's this crazy uh, very it looks like a pretty uh, violent movie where he they they're playing some sort of of uh, of live game where they they basically bolt or I don't know they do something where they they bolt some guns to his hands and basically set him free yeah. into the into the it's world crazy. and it becomes kind of a kind of a uh, a what yeah. what happens when 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 we <laughs> you know don't die type scenario. <laughs> Right, like a video game kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, there's there's actually a lot of good stuff out there. Um, I believe we talked about like the um, marvelous Miss Maisel. Um, yeah, that's definitely one that's been on my list, and this seems like the good time to kind of start and just binge it. Um, Fleabag was another one. Yep, we that, talked about those. Um, yeah. I think we talked about before. So yeah, th those are some that I saw again. I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta talk. I gotta watch that. And I think it was called Money Heist. Was that the one? Um, just the heist. the heist. Heist. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, and they've yeah, got three or four seasons now. I don't know. I watched the first two seasons, which kind of completed the 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 first story arc of the bank okay. heist. Uh, and I started watching season three, but it just didn't it didn't connect because it was okay. uh, it was kind of like going somewhere new, and I wasn't as interested. But but it uh, you got time. <laughs> yeah. No. That's well. That's it. And so one of the other things I thought about. One of the things I always go back and do is is I watch my um, my guilty pleasure shows and or my my feel good movies. So it's funny I was I was uh, talking to my daughter about something. She goes uh, she was talking to some of her friends and they had their their DC versus Marvel uh, battle off. You know, they're like someone was like, "How do you not like DC?" And this and it was funny. She goes, "Well, I don't know, but I'm sure I'm going to be watching Ragnarok here soon because my dad's having surgery and I know he's going to watch Ragnarok, so I'm going to see that again." And it's, that's what made me start thinking about it. I'm like, she's she's not wrong. I'm, I'm probably going to watch <laughs> Ragnarok probably really quickly after I get home because I'm probably going to be feeling that, you know, a little bit down, a little bit, you know, and that's one of my go-tos along with, uh, like, uh, The Incredibles. That's another one of my go-to uh, always watch, just kind of um, uh, then Scott Pilgrim versus the world. That's another oh, there one you go. I, I just – Nice. Uh, so I started thinking about that, and I was like, damn, you know what would be really cool is to go back and um, – watch all of my favorites like stuff like that like do a harry potter marathon and, and hit all seven um do the lord of the rings 
right? I guess it's eight movies in Harry Potter, but uh, hit hit the Lord of the Rings and watch all three of those, um, things like that, and uh, even go back and do the Marvel, all the Marvel movies, and even the Netflix Marvel, you know, the uh, Daredevil and things like that. So I was like, oh man, there's just so much out there, and and you know, that's on top of um, my plan is to uh, I want to read at least one book a week bare minimum you know um if i can get more i'll, I'll do more uh, i'm not a very fast reader so i can't guarantee more than that um, especially if i'm trying to watch shows and stuff too um, i went so, yeah, back when, when i was going through Go Net, when i was going through netflix um i went uh, yeah i found a place in netflix where you can look at your history you got to go into your account and oh, yeah, find yeah. your name and then you can look at your history and oh my god I, <laughs> you know you start seeing how much content you've actually watched but uh, I, I found a theme. I, I watch a lot of uh, like crime series and not really? just, yeah, I, I even I even made a huge list of, of all the crime series that I'd done just uh, because I thought it was, especially on Netflix, uh, there's, there's a lot of British crime series, Happy Valley and Broadchurch. Those are highly recommended if you haven't, if you haven't heard of them. Um, I'll throw those out. Um, Sherlock, of course. That's that's yeah, yeah. I, I love Sherlock and uh, I could I could go back and watch a lot of those over again. Luther, did you ever watch Luther? That's with Idris Elba. It was a British crime series. Oh, you know, um, I did. I think I did watch one episode and never got back to it. Not because I didn't enjoy it, but just other things were going on. But yeah, I do. I do remember. I good series. Maybe it, watch a tra yeah. trailer. Yeah, unfortunately, it's not. Weird. It's not on Netflix anymore, so uh, I can't. Uh, I, I, it might be it, somewhere. It was, I'll, I'll look around. It was in my history, but um, the fall, um, which is Gillian uh, Anderson um, crime crime series, where she's a she's a cop in uh, in London. Okay. But one of the here's a series that I never watched, and um, a, a couple things that I was looking at led me to this. And I really want to check it out now because there's three seasons of it, and that's Hannibal. Did you ever watch Hannibal? The with uh, no, Mads I saw that Mickelson. Yeah, and I saw I saw that went by, and and so it's interesting because I'm trying to um, expand my palette, and uh -huh. so I started looking more into some of the the mysteries and drama and the the horror flicks, and I think that was coming by, and then, and then I. I was looking at it and going, hmm, I don't know. And then there was something close to it that I was like, oh, but that looks interesting. But I do remember looking at it. I didn't, I didn't write it down necessarily, but I'm not opposed to it. It sounds like it's got a pretty uh, big cult following. A lot of people really, really enjoyed it. And, um, gotcha. but it's, it's, it's more of a crime series in the sense that he's a, it's, be, it's, it's before he becomes before imprisoned. Before the Lions of the Sam. Before the Silence Lions. of the Lambs, yeah. before, uh, yeah, before he gets imprisoned, he's where he's actually, it sounds like he's like a a psychological profiler for a for, okay. another, for another cop. Uh, so uh, that sounds like a really interesting take. And and uh, uh, Mads Mikkelsen uh, is 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 a lot of fun. Um, cool. So yeah, I saw I found a lot of different things, and one of the ones that um, really kind of caught my eye, and I'd heard about it before. I think my dad told me about it. Was a show called Hell on Wheels. Okay. And and this is like a it's it's a I think it's the early, you know, they're, they're trying to build a train from the east west, the east to the west coast kind of thing, in that time frame, and and they bring in just a, you know, a hard ask. It's it, it. I think the thing said a confederate looking for revenge type thing, and so, um, but about it was funny. Just just today, I got a, a another uh, 
recommendation for that. So I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll check that out. It just looks like one of those old school kind of hard ass westerny type things. And I dig, I do dig old westerns. One of the ones we talked about before, I believe, was The Kid, right? I don't remember if you, uh, it was the, it's a Billy the Kid kind of western where he's, he's a he's a main character but he's also a side character there's a these there's a kid that uh someone kills his his paw and the kid ends up hooking up with billy the kid and traveling with him through stuff i saw that again i'm like oh yeah i gotta watch that but it's it's a it's a western kind of uh, you know in my my wheelhouse of stuff i enjoy so I'm, i'm up for that nice yeah um Another cool one that I, I it, it it's I don't know if you've seen it, but there was a show on Netflix called The Order. Um, it was a series. It just this is it, the second season just released. Um, the first one, it's kind of like a it's another one of those magic school type college things where you know witches and magic and sh- shit is real, and <laughs> but it's really low key and and there's also werewolves and stuff in it. And uh, so we watched the first season and it was really enjoyable. So the second season just got released. So I know that's that's definitely on on the docket. That's going to be one that I'll watch with Alyssa. Um, I was trying to find some stuff that you know because she still has to work during the day. So I'm trying to find some stuff that I can uh, watch on my own. Um, you know while she's out doing her work or you know i might be in the room you know we're we're fostering kittens right now so they're trying to hook a tv up in there so i can i can be isolated with the kittens and watch some movies and stuff and not bug anybody else so i'm trying to find some stuff that i i can watch that she's not into so scary movies kind of became a a thing or (laughs) things that were were high drama high you know she doesn't like it hearing anybody in pain or or any of that you know so anything that has has any kind of violence in it really well any of those any of those crime series ones would definitely be in the real house then so um are you looking for stuff that she likes to uh um well i did a kind of a combo i was looking you know because you know watch stuff at night i usually we usually kind of kick back and you know after dinner and we'll watch a show or two we've been we've been we're just about to finish up um jericho okay um which Someone I can't remember exactly who was talking about it, and they're like, "Oh, this is the best show ever! I watch it all the time." And so I was like, oh. "And it started off okay, and then now it's just kind of like, Ugh, okay, I just got to finish this because it it, it kind of died off for me. It's just got kind of really unbelievable and really just like characters were unlikable and and just it, it, I don't know, it just didn't didn't fit my my uh, go to kind of stuff. So uh, here's one on Hulu that if you're looking for something with uh with your wife um it's certainly not violent and it might i don't know if it'll interest you at all but it's called the united states of Terra. have you heard of that no um, no so this is um tony collette plays a, a woman uh in a in a family in a married family uh with with two two kids two kids husband and and she has multiple personalities and oh it, it's interesting. so it it's it's pretty wild and funny but at the same time kind of a drama too because she has to deal with right. it and it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't put fun at i mean it, it has fun with it but at the same time it, it takes it seriously so uh um i guess it was created by diablo cody who did uh, juno and has done some of the some of the oh, okay. uh some of those uh, there's a couple others that she's done to uh a young adult um but um and then tony collette was she's been in a lot of movies she was in a uh six cents she got uh, i think a oh, award nomination oh, gotcha. for six cents as the as the mom of the of the boy with that could see dead people 
Um, and right. Uh, but it's kind of like, I don't know if you know the show, remember, remember the show with uh, Arquette, some, uh, not Roseanne Arquette, but uh, her sister, <laughs> um, uh, Medium, which was a show about, about a woman who was a medium that could, uh, could sense ghosts, but it was more about her family and, and raising, raising a family and, and having a husband. And that's kind of how this comes across is it's, uh, it's, she's, it, it's all about kind of that family experience suffering from multiple personalities and it's, um, cool. So, so Alyssa might yeah. like it and, uh, and you might've find it amusing. <laughs> yeah, no, I found some, I found some stuff, um, on, uh, on Hulu. Like that was one of the last things I was doing as I was going through and I put a bunch of stuff on my unwatched, uh, list in my stuff. And one of them that I know that Alyssa's not going to be into is it was called, it's called the field guide to evil. <laughs> it's a, is this a, so is, it, is this a documentary or, or? No, it, it's uh, it's so it says it's this global anthology of eight narratives that explore the dark folk folklore throughout the series of myths and tales. So it's kind of like going and finding out all the stuff that that led into all the scary shit that people see and think. So this of is like Discovery like Channel on uh, uh, kind of yeah, King but presents. it looks, yeah. So it looks that that looked really cool. Um, and there was another one that was similar to that, but that was on Netflix. Um, that really caught my eye. Um, let me see if I can find the name on that one real quick because it I, it was the same kind of thing. Um, oh, where did it go? Well, they've done they've done a lot on Netflix, like Making a Murderer. They've got a series where they explore documentaries about uh, very interesting. Or the Staircase. Did you ever see the Staircase? Another documentary no. about about uh, someone whose wife was killed. Um, if anyone's listening and they've watched that. Uh, really, it's a really good series, but uh, look up the owl theory because I think that was something that they left out of the, the documentary, but uh, but it's worth looking into. It, it offers a, a very interesting theory. So if you've watched the series and you're left kind of, a lot of those series will, especially the documentaries will, will leave you wanting some more because they never really solve it. They're, that's why they're not, they're not, uh, uh, they're not like reading an Agatha Christie mystery where you're going to get the solution at the end. You got to find out, but right. the owl theory. So I'm just throwing that out. Owl theory. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, I'm not. I I wrote it down, but I I can't find it for some reason. It was it was another series where they um, they took the fairy tales, and uh, and did stuff with. Oh, here we go. Oh, I'm sorry. It was it was um. It's not on. It's not on um Netflix. It's on the CBS All Access. It's called Tell Me a Story, and so they uh they take the fairy tales and and rearrange them with like a dark twist, and I thought that would be kind of cool. I, I like cool. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, you know that. that yeah, that's that way off on my whole thing on documentaries. Like that was completely a sidetrack. I apologize. <laughs> no, that's. I don't mind. I actually, so it, I find I don't look at them a lot, but I, I enjoy them when I do. Um, which is funny because I did find one uh, documentary type, uh, and it's called Home Game. And so this is, uh, and what caught my eye on this one is is the trailer starts off with them doing the Scottish Games, right? So the guys throw in the K-bar and the, and the hammer and all that stuff. And, and I've done that stuff at the Renaissance Fair, and I'm like, ah, that's fucking school shit. So what it is is it's eight different sports from around the world that are just these crazy fucking sports um, that, you know, aren't the normal. And one is the Scottish Games. One was a um, – it's kind of like a no-holds-barred rugby game. And it's, I think it's done in, like, Spain or something like that. And these guys are out there just fucking fighting in the middle of the game. But it's also, like, this rugby game going on, too. It's it's crazy brutal. 
um, that looked really cool. And then they did some uh, roller derby stuff and uh, just a couple different, you know, that, there, there was a bunch of, there's eight of them total. And I'm like, this looks cool. This is something I can get behind. So that's, it's a, it's a documentary essentially because they're talking about, you know, these, these real sports, these real people do in these different countries and stuff. And I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm up for that. <laughs> so I'm not opposed to them. So, um, one of the things I did find that I thought was, uh, was kind of interesting that, um, and the only reason I stopped on this was because it, it, it's, it's a movie called stand by me or please stand by. Me, and it's, uh, with, uh, Dakota Fanning. And, uh, this is a recent movie uh, called please stand by. Is that what you say? Please. Yeah. Please stand by. Okay. With the, and, uh, so, uh, she plays a girl that is kind of like in a, uh, a sane asylum or, uh, a mental health facility and what what it is is she's she's um you know not not crazy crazy but she just can't take care of herself completely and uh so but she's obsessed with star trek <laughs> and, and and so she watches it every night and does all this stuff well she writes a script and then there's a contest that you know if you get your script in by a certain time whatever you you know you can win money and get the script produced and stuff and so she goes she she's on this trek to get her script there and part of it starts off with her trying to get her sister or someone to to get her out of the place so that she can get there and that doesn't work and then it's it's the whole it's almost it's very similar to the peanut butter falcon type story but this one seems seems almost i want to say better done like it has a as as more action, deeper story kind of thing, yeah. but very much along that lines. And it, it looks really interesting. And so um, I've always liked her as an actress. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure why she just, she, she kind of fascinates me. Just everything she's been in. I, I really have liked her. In. She's so got, very, she's got a very, uh, uh, her eyes, something about kind of, well, she, she started yeah. when she was a very young, young, she was very young when she started and uh, she was able to kind of show, you know, when, when, when you have such a young child that, can emote so so well on screen right. they they kind of connect with you and and uh, i think that's that's what she's always brought to her performances right yeah so there's that one in, and i found a bunch of other ones in, and i kind of <laughs> went on a, a weird kick where uh i found this one it's called a good old-fashioned orgy and this was uh this is also on hulu but it's one of those uh kind of goofy comedy type shows but this one is based it's 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 not your teen type comedy it's it's more our age and it's like a group of friends that grew up together and partied all the time and now they're in their like early 30s late 30s and uh they got to throw one last fucking rager and uh they're somehow gonna it comes out that they're gonna try and do an orgy and it just it looks it looks funny um is this a movie or a series it's a movie. Okay. Um, and it, it was actually out in 2011, but it, it just, it, it caught me. Um, I just thought it was, it looked funny. Um, I liked the idea of it. The trailer was pretty good. Um, so I was just kind of like this, this looks like it could be really funny. Um, another, another one on Hulu in the same line. Um, if, if you liked, especially if you liked super bad, um, there's something that just came out, which I saw in the theater, uh, I think last year, but it's called book smart. Um, okay, I did see that, but I didn't. I didn't click on it. Yeah, uh, it's directed by Olivia Wilde, uh, who was who was in House. If you ever watched the series House, she was uh, mm-hmm. she played she played nineteen nineteen. Is that what it was? Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, so she yeah. directed this, and it's kind of a, a coming of age movie about two girls. I think I think they 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 they're very um, 
academic oriented, and then they realize that after they've graduated high school and they're going to really good colleges, they find out that all the all the uh, the people that that screwed around during college during high school are also getting into good colleges, and they're like. Oh shit! What the hell do we miss? And so they decide right. for the summer they're going to kind of mix it all up and and, oh, and just try throw to, it all out. Yeah, try, well they they still want to go to yeah they just want to they I, I mean don't don't yeah. not go to college but kind of like throw out the the okay we got to stay straight laced and and kind of just right they, they decide to go a little go bit the overboard. Bang. Yep, yeah. Uh, it's a lot of fun, and it's right. it's kind of in the vein of Super Bad. If you like Super Bad, a little bit that that um I did coming of I mean, age. I, I enjoy uh, some of that obnoxious, a little raunchy. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I love raunchy. I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I, I'm all about that. Um, I love the, you know, gratuitous boob shots and stuff like that. I'm okay with stuff like that. Um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, it just, it make like, like we said earlier, you know, you're more into the story and the, the, the filming and I'm more into explosions and boobs. So it, it works, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, um, Total to derail that one. Uh, one of the other ones, and I was looking at like horror movies and stuff like that. And this one came across on Hulu. It's it's it's, it's just called XX, I believe. Um, it's it's described as four dark horror stories by women. Which oh nice. Know, I was like, and so I was like, okay, you know, I watched the trailer and and it looks like it's kind of like four separate movies that might be tied to each other. Um, and it's kind of hard to tell which part of which movie is is what during the trailer like they're kind of showing all four of them but like cuts and pieces and it looks really interesting so um i think i did I'm see gonna, a trailer for that I, I, so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of uh venture out and and try and watch some more scary stuff just just i don't know why because i kind of want to um i'll probably be watching them a lot during the day uh just because that's when it's going to be my prime time to watch movies that <laughs> uh my wife oh isn't yeah yeah you're just you're just saying that you just really want it to be light out right Hey, I'm not kidding. Hey, I am not one to, to say that I don't have to watch something like Disney after watching a scary movie at night. Um, yeah, there, I I don't fear a lot of things uh, that I can understand, but yeah, I do get I do get scared of movies for some reason. I have yeah. one. I have one. Uh, what you might call horror on my list. So okay. I, I'll throw that out. That's on Netflix, and it's called Velvet Buzz Buzzsaw. Have you heard of that? Velvet oh Buzzsaw. no, haven't heard so that at all. Jake Gyllenhaal, he plays an art critic, um, and in, in this, it's the you, you know he 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 plays kind of a, a a funny caricature of a of a well, he's an L.A. art critic, and but what happens is the some of the really crazy art starts coming to life and killing people. All these different pieces of oh, artwork shit. start uh, killing people, and so it does come across almost like, uh, almost a social commentary on on LA art scene as well as kind of a black comedy. But it has some 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 fun, uh, violent uh, <laughs> scenes. It's it's interesting to see Jake Gyllenhaal in a role like this. That's a little bit more um, uh, black comedy horror, uh, but uh, right. But he brings some some. An interesting, uh, uh, interesting direction to his to his role. It's not it's not his typical, t- typical leading leading male. Um, gotcha style. So That's I his, liked it. Yeah. So one of the other ones that I know was one we talked about before was on our list was that the the haunting of Hill House. 
So right. Um, that's that's a that's gonna be a must watch for me this time. So you haven't so, seen that yet? Yeah, yeah. Check it out. <laughs> no, no, I haven't. And that's you know just timing it with everything. Um, I did figure out the the other one that's on Netflix that's a kind of a um, a scary but real is it's called Haunted, and so it's actually a ser- series. It's got two seasons, and apparently it's stories about really you know real stuff. So um, okay. I don't know. It's not like I don't think it's like the ghost hunter type you know things. I think it's more people are it's more of like there are stories where things are a little bit darker, a little bit deeper. And I think they're taking them to more of the extremes and like saying, okay, this is how you really feel. Okay. Well, we're going to, we're going to Hollywood it up a little. Mm-hmm. Right. So it looked, it looked a little, not, not necessarily like the ghost hunter type thing, which I, I loved those when they were on, I, I'm not going to lie. Those were just a fun, guilty pleasure thing. <laughs> um, this is a little bit more, more done up and stuff. So that looked really good. Um, I did find one other one, and this is a Hulu one that um, really kind of spoke to me just because of how we've changed uh, what we've been doing in our hobbies lately. And this one's called Drinking Buddies. Um, nice. So, uh, yeah, that was another one that I was like, I think we talked about it. We might have talked about it before, but it just looks like it's a, it's a bunch of friends that kind of hanging out drinking. And it's uh, I believe it's two, um, two uh, couples, and they end up kind of mutually attracted to the other's opposite kind of thing. And so there's there's some interesting stuff with that. And then another one is called Brew, uh, Bruce Brothers. And these are uh, some brothers that open up a pub and kind of, and it's all about the beer and the brewing and the drinking and stuff like that. So I, I thought those would be kind of fun with just everything that we've got going on lately. Um, yeah. They kind of fit into our fit into our wheelhouse and you're going to have more than just you're going to also have like your ipad too so you can start i mean speaking of brewing because there's so much good stuff to watch on youtube (laughs) on on brewing that's that's sometimes how i pass the time between you know sitting you know i'm sitting at my desk at at work you know at at working from home and i've just finished something and i got you know okay i'm gonna watch a brew video (laughs) right and not just the one with will wheaton (laughs) right Yeah, no, that's I definitely am all about that too, um, and and that's uh, that's part of my reading too. Not just am I going to read like some regular novel books and stuff like that. I got a shit ton on my my uh, bookshelf. So remember when Borders went when Borders was going out of business and right they had their like they started their twenty percent off, thirty percent off, forty and all the way up. Sure. Um, I was probably going every other day and just looking at what and I bought so many goddamn books. Um, just that i mean i i went to borders anyways a ton i mean i was there i did probably too once a week. i miss it you know we still have barnes oh my and God, noble so but right? it's not it's i don't know it's not I, the same i don't know why it's not the same but it just it, it comes across i don't like as, barnes and noble yeah it, it's very it, it's very stale and and uh it's not warm it's not it's not inviting like i, I don't walk in there and feel like oh my god this is I feel like I'm walking into a home or a study or a den where I can sit down and read a book and, and I feel joyous to go look at their shelves and what they have it, there. It, it feels sterile. Yeah. You know? Um, and I, and I don't, I don't blame the people that work there or anything like that. I mean, it, they're just, it's, it's just the, I don't know if it's the corporate atmosphere, the way they, they, I think coloring has a lot to do with it. You know, they have big white walls and everything's kind of, you know, bright colored and light lights where, borders had all the the wood bookshelves and the the carpet was a darker color and it Barnes just and noble like has a starbucks 
Who least cares? Ours, I don't drink coffee. Ours, no, I'm, I know, but I'm, I was actually saying that as oh, a negative because they had uh, <laughs> Seattle's best. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yep. <laughs> yeah, Barnes and Noble was uh, just corporate. So yeah, no, I. I <laughs> but they're but going yeah, up so against Amazon too, and at least they're surviving. You know, at least they offer books, and right, and so I'm, I'm, well, you I'm know, happy you they're know. around, even though it's, it's not the same. Yeah, if I buy if I buy books locally, um, I I'll tend to go to a, a local bookstore. We have like Copperfields. Sure. Is it Copperfields. Yeah, yeah, I go to Copperfields. Um, if I want to buy books, I haven't bought real books in a long time. Um, I got one on order right now, um, pre-ordered um, because it's the Harry Dresden one that's coming out. But I I got the audio book, and I, I'll get the hardback just because I got to get keep my collection going. There you go. Um. So yeah, that I mean that's uh, I forgot where I was going with this. God damn it! Sorry, I derailed you. No, that's okay. Uh, but yeah, so um, one of the other things I, I found uh, scrolling through Netflix, which I thought was um, got me going, is uh, as I really like uh, war movies and 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 things like that 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 deal with you know the the Saving Private Ryan's, the Band of Brothers type movies. And I was scrolling through, and I saw this one. It's called uh, Duff Five Bloods. And the first time I rolled through Say it, it again, Def. It's Duh, Five Bloods. Oh, okay. So D A okay. Five Bloods. Gotcha. And so the first time I saw it, I scrolled through, not even, not even stopping on it, and I was like, I don't know what that is. It doesn't. It does. The name didn't appeal to me. The picture didn't appeal to me. And then I was scrolling through, and I stopped on it, and uh, it starts talking and in, going into the trailer. And what it is, it's it's a story of. Um, it's either four or five uh, guys that served with each other, black black uh, guys that served with each other in Vietnam, and um, they're in they're older now, and it looks like they're going back to Vietnam, and they're doing almost like a flashback, flash war, flashback, flash war type thing, and it turns out they they buried some gold when they were there, and they're trying to go back and get it, but there's a lot of other stuff involved with it. Um, it's it's a Spike Lee. Um, uh, movie and so they deal a lot with just what was going on with the war during the time of vietnam how these guys are dealing with now and just stuff like that and a lot of the a lot of the stuff like that and then the black soldiers and what they had to deal with and you, stuff you, like that. you saw the trailer or you actually watched this I saw the trailer okay. no i haven't watched it it's one that i really want to watch because um i like movies i like movies that deal with the war in the in the soldiers and things like that and in the and deep into it you know like not not a big overview of it, but like down deep where you get you know the personalities and the in the brotherhood of the the soldiers and stuff. So this one looks like it has a lot of that. So I was really interested with that. Like I said, the first time I rolled through it all, I was very surprised because the the name and the the picture did not show or make me feel anything about what the trailer did. So I was kind of like, if if I wouldn't happen to stop on that trailer, I wouldn't know nothing about it. And so that one looks really cool. They do that in Netflix where when you're when you're browsing, if you just kind of like hover over over one, it'll yeah. it'll start playing the trailer in front of you. And I, sometimes I get a little annoyed at that, you know, when I <laughs> when I just like turn on Netflix and and it it starts playing, and I gotta like turn the volume all the way down or something like that. Right. Um, where, but but it they know that that's that's sometimes that's what they what you need to kind of get interested in something. So that's how they right. Oh, they promote totally their contact do. content. So I understand. Yeah, so I, I'm totally for that. Um, yeah, there's there's a couple others. Um, another one. So this goes back to um, 
a crush I had many, many years, you know, in the making is, is Christina Applegate has a series called. Oh Dead yeah. And so it's funny. I've heard the name of the show before and I was What's like, it called oh, again? I heard that's supposed to be dead to me. Dead to me. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. So, uh, I, I'd heard about it and I was like, I don't know nothing about it, but I scrolled up and it was her picture and I'm like, Oh, what she got going on. So, um, it's, yeah, she's, she, it's a wife that loses her husband um, yeah, so I greeting. watched I watched the first show, okay. and it's 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 a little it doesn't necessarily catch you or get you quite wrapped up in the story right away. It's interesting, but but it's but it apparently though, and I it sounds like I didn't stick with it because I saw a, a a trailer for season two. And it was like completely different, almost like a lot more was revealed and there was a lot more twists and turns. So I think I think, I think it'll so, take yeah. it'll take a few episodes before you really get a gist of where it's going. Or maybe okay maybe that. season by season it just decides to up and, and if I have to watch and... her more, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, she's always been I mean, I know it it's it started with, you know, married, married with children. Married with children, yeah. <laughs> um but I mean, that was just to kick her off. I, I really have loved the work that she's done, you know, in other movies and stuff. And I, I think she's one of those actresses that aged really well um, from starting where she did, where, you yeah. know, there's a lot that start that way and, and don't don't become an actress of, you know, quality. In, in, you and know, she held her own against uh, Ron Burgundy. I thought that was. Oh, God, that was a great one. <laughs> That was great. Uh, yeah. Well, another uh, uh, what's oh god, what's the sweetest the one? thing. Um, the sweetest thing. Yeah, <laughs> that is such a great movie. And I know what uh, scene you're thinking of. <laughs> Just, well, <laughs> the whole movie is is hilarious. It's one of those. It's um, it's one Cameron of those, Diaz is in that right? Is that uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, actually, she has one. Of my, my I think it's that one that she she's got the headphones on and she's dancing. And the, the guy comes up and she knocks stuff out of his hand and he bends over and she starts doing the slap his butt kind of thing. And he turns around, and she grabs his head. It, it's just one of those funny, it, it's, it's a hilarious, it's one of those that I would describe as a uh, chick flick that guys will enjoy. Right. That's fair. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, uh, it just, that's, I mean, it's one of those, it's, I, I'll watch that by myself, even, you know, it's, it, it's that enjoyable. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's, and that's one my wife loves and my, my kids love and stuff like that too. And so, yeah, I think she's just, I think I like her as an actress. Um, but it also stemmed from a, a, a crush very, you know, way long ago. So, um, let's see, what else do I have on this list that kind of can throw out there? Be nice and fun. All right. So here's one, um, Amazon. Amazon has uh, the latest seasons of Vikings. Um, I think it's season seven now, might be six. It, it's it's way up there. So I you, yeah, I you've watched. talked to me about this in the past. I don't know about it on the podcast, but I know this was yeah. Something. So Vikings is such a crazy cool show, and it it goes through such a, a learning crazy. You know, the beginning is so different than it is now. Um, what made me what. I want to watch watch the episodes that are coming out um, in this new season, but I also want to kind of go back and watch the first two or three seasons because it's it's a very different show now f- from what it was then. And I I actually think it was better in the beginning. I think it kind of it's it's starting to 
starting to jump the shark a little bit, starting to run its course, but I'm still going to watch it. But it, it made me think, I'm like, man, how much I enjoyed those first two seasons and how fucking crazy it was. And, um, it even made me, uh, after watching that, I went back and read a book that my dad had, had got me to read when I was younger called, um, the long ships. And it's, it's a Viking tale, uh, novel. And it is so fucking crazy. The, the shit they do and the rating and the, just the Vikings in general. It's just really fun, but it's, it's a cool show. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, and that's one of those ones I think I'm, I'm going to go back and watch. I, I could see that. I, I totally associate you with Viking. So <laughs> <laughs> that works. You know, you yeah, use the I, phrase, uh, jump the shark and that just mm-hmm. totally brought back memories. Cause I think you and I both existed when that, uh, when that when, came out and probably watched <laughs> that when we were kids, that, that episode right. of happy days when, uh, <laughs> when Fonzie, when they go to Hawaii and I guess he's got to prove yeah. himself by, uh, by leaping right. over the shark. And <laughs> true. <laughs> even yeah, at, no, even I, at that age, it was kind of a stretch when I was watching it going, Oh, I think this show's yeah. getting a little old in the tooth. I think it was just, I think it was just Fonzie in shorts. Yeah. <laughs> Fonzie in shorts. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I mean, that's just kind of like, mm, you lost me. <laughs> I believe, because I, if I'm not mistaken, he's wearing like surfer shorts with his leather jacket. With his leather jacket, and, right? <laughs> and it's kind of like, mm, okay, yeah that that was a that was a strange one. Um, so, so if you're, it, yeah. uh, you mentioned you were going to be uh, probably at least six weeks and possibly longer on uh, on. Is that right? Is that six weeks? For that your... was originally. So I'm I'm going to be out three months. Three months. Okay, yeah. Three at least that's uh, so why I said at least six weeks was the I guess the first, and now it sounds like it might be longer. So my my oh, point yeah. being, um, at the end of the month, July 31st is when uh, season two of Umbrella Academy will drop on Netflix. Oh yeah. So uh, we should, we should you and I both do, enjoyed I, the first first season. So. Yeah, I would love to do a full podcast where we we talk about season one. Okay, uh, I can might, rewatch that, those. Yeah. Oh, I'd love. I'm gonna rewatch those ones too. <laughs> yeah, that would be another one. Um, yeah, I kind of was thinking about that. You know, I know we did. We we've, we've done some deep dive on on Orville episode by episode, but I'd like to take and go and do some season by season on some of these. You know, like Un- Umbrella Academy, uh, Sabrina, the new Sabrina. That was one that I thought would be kind of cool, um, just to actually take and do a whole seasons kind of recap. Um, just because I think. You know, some people who haven't seen it, if we did a recap that doesn't necessarily do some deep dive into some spoilers and stuff to give them some ideas like, hey, is this worth watching? I think I think would be cool. So, um, you know, we'll talk about that. But I think that would be an interesting way to do some of these uh, podcasts coming going forward. Um, I've got another one from Hulu that I Sweet. spotted when I was uh, going through my Hulu, uh, browsing through Hulu. And, and this one, actually, I think it's gotten a little bit of more attention because uh, Fred Willard just passed away. He's a, he's a comedian that's been, he was in, he's in, he's actually in uh, Space Force. If you've watched that on Netflix, he's, he's the, <laughs> yeah, the, the father, uh, uh, Steve Carell's father. Um, but he just passed away and, but he has been well known for uh a lot of the mockumentaries he's done. And so on, on Hulu, they've got best in show is, is something you can watch. Oh and yeah. Yeah. What, did you ever watch? <laughs> did you, uh, you, you must've seen uh, spinal tap. This is spinal tap, which is almost the birth of, of mockumentaries in our, uh, so, so this is where I, I have to say, yeah, no, I have not. You've never I've seen spinal not. tap. Okay. No, well, I've heard about it and I know it's supposed to be, but I just have never watched it. Now, best of show I have seen, 
Okay. Because so you could, my sister-in-law is yeah, so, huge into that. <laughs> so it's it's a it's a type of genre that's mm-hmm. it's called the mockumentary. It's it's right. it plays out like a documentary, except you've got you know this troop of of, of a lot of the same people are, are seeing. Uh, Fred Willard is in a lot of these. He's in Best in Show. Uh, Christopher Guest. He's he's directed a lot of them, and he was the the lead in Spinal Tap as long, as well as uh, Michael McKeon. Um, uh huh. And uh, Catherine. Well, there's that whole group that do a lot of those. Posey, yeah. Yeah. And some of these are just hilarious. Some of the stuff that they they spoof. But uh, but uh, yeah, if you haven't seen this, is Spinal Tap. You know that was a movie that you know when it came out, people didn't know what to make of it. They didn't realize it was necessarily. Well, it still gets talked about today. (laughs) I mean, there's so many people that talk about it. I don't know why I never saw it. I just it just never have, and I've heard tons of people talk about it and quote things from it and, and stuff like that. I'm like, one of these days I got to see it. It's just one of those. Yeah. When I'm looking and I have time to watch it, it's never thing that shows up or something else comes up. I'm like, oh, I want to see that more. And and that's there's so much entertainment out there, and that can happen. So it's that's kind of where it is. But yeah, it's one of those ones I totally need to see. Um, I'm gonna throw this out here. I I had a friend who texted me right before we started our podcast. I I, I let her know that. What that we were doing a podcast on on streaming content for your surgery, and she okay. so she gave a shout out to a series that I I haven't watched, but it's on Hulu and it's called Last Man on Earth. Have you heard of that? Oh yeah, that's, she says um, awkward and hilarious, and and said it's definitely worth <laughs> yeah. checking out. That's one of those ones that I I've I've been wanting to watch, but I know Alyssa couldn't handle it. Okay, she <laughs> she uh, and it's not one of the ones. So she she has issues when people just do stupid stuff that makes her anxiety like she can't handle when people are doing stuff you're like you wouldn't do that why would you do that you know she, she gets these anxiety things over is them. this like Sorry. like the office like like uh, michael scott in the oh, office she would fucking hate the office <laughs> she would fucking hate the office right. um so yeah so this is one that i have a feeling is very much right along that that um that a line that she would be like okay i can't watch this and it's it's funny because like I'll be cracking up and laughing because I know it's just it's just humor and it's not real. But she just gets so anxiety ridden over those and, and she just can't sit and enjoy it. Which you know that's why there's shows that I watch without her. Mostly <laughs> maybe you can check it out after of... you watch your horror movie in the middle of the day and you need something to bring you exactly bring you down from your your, your <laughs> bring scares. me back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was there's one other one that I thought uh, I thought about and this is another one that anxiety level. Um, it's called Daybreak on on Netflix, and it's an uh, apocalyptic um, kind of take where it looks like uh, it's a bunch of uh, almost like teenagers, you know, like they were in school and and all of a sudden the bomb went off and it looks like it's 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 really almost like you know they're on their own and just kind of crazy mad you know Mad Max style, but it's still like the cliques from high school are, are kind of forming their little groups. Like there, there's like a, like a cheerleader ninja kind of group, that's, <laughs> you know, and there's just all these weird, you know, so it looks like it's kind of, you know, that funny, you know, teen movie meets, uh, you know, Mad Max type thing. So I thought that was, that looked like it be, could, could be fun. What was that movie in the desert? Boy, now I'm just thinking of this. There was, it was the desert. Who, who the guy who played Aquaman, um, was was in this and and it starts Momoa? off where Jason Momoa. Yeah, Jason Momoa starts off where where a woman gets tossed in the desert. It's like it's like a oh, post frontier. Is that what it is? And no, she gets her arm that, cut off or something. And 
Well, I know he was in. He's in Frontier, which no, this I, was a movie. I, I think this was a movie, and it also had oh. uh, it had uh, John Wick. Keanu Reeves played a played like a mastermind of a. It, it had a Mad Max feel to it. So, okay. um, uh, and I'm just coming up with this now. I don't have any any notes on it. So, <laughs> so but so look up Keanu Reeves. Look up uh, Jason Momoa. Yeah, right. And and chick with her arm cut off. You know, I would. and. and uh, <laughs> so I don't think IMDb has a thing for a chick with their arm cut off. Okay. I'll look though. I mean, Google. it might. That's called Google. <laughs> yeah, Google. Google. Yeah, Google. Uh, so one last one that I I got, and then uh, we'll, we'll probably cut this off pretty close after that. But unless you got a ton more, um, so I found this real kind of stupid movie that well, it looks like it looks like it's gonna be stupid fun, but it's another one of those kind of teen you know, end of high school, going to college type thing. But it's, it, it takes, it, you were talking about super bad, right? So it's these uh, three guys are getting ready to go camping and the one guy, you know, whips out a fake ID so they can buy beer. And then uh, these, these it ends up two girls are going with them, like one's a sister. And they go out into the woods and they have this just crazy, they're drinking and all this shit's going wrong. And turns out one of the guys ends up, he has this really sharp knife and for some reason he cuts his dick off. <laughs> right and so but it's 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 i mean that's just part of it i think that's closer to the end but anyways there's just that's all a, this you know you of, think of the script writing session you know a couple people together like, try to brainstorm right. what do we do with this we got these guys we got these people that are yeah. in the in the in the, in the uh, jungle or in the forest and yeah. what do, i got an idea let's have one guy cut his dick off i don't just, well so that's i mean they're talking about, like it's it's the one guy you know the one guy is like you know he's hot for the one girl and so they're all like you know trying to hook up kind of throughout the thing and they're they're doing all kinds of other, it's just a lot of slapstick stuff like the one guy falls off the cliff and gets a big red mark on his back and they slap him in it a couple times and just craziness of this thing but then the one kid cuts his dick off the funny thing is, is so the movie's called the package and so when you're scrolling through netflix it doesn't even say the name of the movie it just has a big fucking uh, eggplant emoji and I was like, what the fuck is this? So I watched the trailer and I laughed. So I was like, you know, I, I probably should watch it. Because I, I I am uh, a guilty pleasure of mine are those stupid fucking like funny teen movie things that are just ridiculous. You know, the the American Pies, the, uh, the type of movies like that. So I was kind of like, oh, yeah, I should watch this. This, this looks like I, it will make me laugh. So, but it caught you um, off guard a little bit, I bet. <laughs> it did, because like I'm going through and I'm like, oh, ha, they're funny. They're trying to, you know, he's got a big rubber, huh? They're trying <laughs> to do this, and and what the sharp? What he just cut his dick off? What the fuck? Okay, yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll watch it. Now, now, the funny thing is with that. So I also picked up two other movies that I want to watch on Hulu um, that are kind of. Same genre, probably not as silly, um, but one's called Changeland, and I don't know if I talked about this before, but I might have. But it's got Scott, uh, was it Scott Green? I think is his name, um, and he uh, he's like he's supposed to get married, um, and uh, and then the girl dumps him right. So he ends up going to this island, and it's it's kind of like the reverse chick flick, right? It's the guy that you know is out, and you know, and they're kind of dealing with him rather than the girl. But it's all the same stuff, like him finding true love and stuff like it's it's kind of like a total reverse chick flick kind of thing so i thought that looked really kind of funny did you see um, um did you see the the wrong missy that's that's one on netflix that's uh 
that's kind of the obnoxious well david spade is in it and uh but it's also got um uh laura lapkus is kind of this that she's he he thinks he's he's going on a on a on a hawaiian trip or i don't i think they're going to some sort of resort with a uh with this woman that he met that he's really really likes but it turns out that he he also had a blind date earlier with another person named Missy, and he's texting the wrong person. Oh yeah, so. no, we we did watch that. Yeah, the wrong Miss. Yeah, I gotta say you something know, about this. So so I which I thought the movie was uh, you know it was okay. I thought I thought Laura Lapkus was hilarious, but but yeah, sometimes it's a little tough to tough to to stomach some of the situations and stuff. She's a little annoying, but that's part of the charm of of her character. But right. So Rob Snyder's also in it. Yeah, and uh, he just kind of has some minor roles, but there's a there's a sex scene in the movie. Now Rob Schneider is not a part of this sex scene. Oh, but but I know what you're talking about during the sex scene. Uh, it they play a song. It's it's by L King. L King is his daughter. Rob Schneider's daughter is L King, and it's the oh pussy, really? Yes, it's the pussy song that uh, I don't. If L King sings the song X's and O's, X's and uh, okay, sing it. Uh, so she's uh, but <laughs> but in, but if you've seen her in concert or if you watch any of her stuff on YouTube, she's got this song where she's talking, you know, she's singing all about the, this right. the, the pussy. Um, and I had seen that before, but I but. It was it was amusing seeing a a movie that Rob Schneider was in um, that, uh, that has a daughter that has daughter singing a pussy song during a sex scene. It <laughs> seems a little a little wrong. <laughs> At least Rob Schneider right. was not in the sex scene um, because that would have been that would have been very interesting. That would have been no, I do remember that. There, that but <laughs> that was a funny. There, that movie was a lot funnier than I was expecting going in. I was expecting the same thing, like, oh my god, this is gonna be <laughs> annoying. But it was actually really good. So another one I found in that kind of um, teen angst type, almost, uh, but a little bit different, is called Flower, and this is on Hulu. Um, so this is a, it's a, a girl um, played by uh, Zoe um, D- Dutch, Dutch. I'm just blowing her name. Um, she, she's a, she's a young or mid-teens, like or like high school. And she gets a a brother-in-law uh, through marriage who's coming out of like a detention center or something like that. But he's just a big fat nerd, and it turns out that he was in there because a, a teacher apparently fondled him. So then they go on this quest to like catch this pedophile teacher, and it's just this the, these three girls and the brother and just all this crazy stuff and this stuff with the uh, with the teacher and stuff. And it looks pretty funny. And I was like, okay, you know, I'll give that a shot. But it's kind of in that same, same, you know, genre where it's like teenish, angsty kind of thing. And I thought that was that was kind of cool. And when I was watching that, the next thing that came up uh, on the list next to it was uh, Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back reboot. And I was like, oh my god, that's what I need to do. I need to go do a whole Kevin Smith fucking movie extravaganza blowout and watch all of them again there you go which i have i think i have all of his major ones um on you know blu-ray i don't know if i have some of the 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 like tusk or anything like that but 
You got I your next three one. months really. You, you got to cut out for you as far as you got a lot I of do. content. I do. I do. Not only that, but we're also going to keep doing this podcast. So I'm going to have to watch some other new stuff that we want to talk about. Hopefully, theaters open up and we can uh, um, yeah. actually get out and do some of those. Uh, we want to get out and do some of our beer pairings again. Um, you know, shout out to Fogbelt with our last beer pairing. Um, you know, uh, I hope they have another one soon and so that we can get and do that one and we want to try and you know, find some others. So hopefully, and if anybody's listening, they know places that have these food pairing type um, drink special, you know, where they have a, a flight of beers and some food, let us know because we'll go, we'll go check them out, you know. Yeah, we'll get the audio better too. If anyone listened to our talk about one, <laughs> Noah just went back today and kind of re- revamped the audio a little bit. So it's a little bit more listenable. Um, we'll, we'll get that. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I should have done a better job listening to it the first time. Um, I, I, that's on me. Um, not only that, but uh, we're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna pay more attention when we're doing the doing the pod itself. We're recording, um, but yeah, we want to definitely get out and do that. Hit as many of those uh, food beer pairings that we can. Uh, make some of our own. Um, I think that's. I mean, it, it's something that I don't know anybody else is doing. So I think that's kind of kind of individual to us, which I think is cool. You know, everybody else is, there's so many people doing beer, drinking, drinking <laughs> podcast and or uh, movie podcast. Um, I think I told you about it. There's that Fresh Hop Cinema. Those guys do a really good job. Good. They, they do some deep dive into some really cool beers and, and, and some movie stuff. They do it right. I like I like the way they do it. They have a good layout where they, they do a spoiler-free section in the beginning, and then they, they let you know that they're going to go into another section and do spoilers. And so um, really good podcast. They they're 170 you know episodes in so they 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 really know what they're doing. Are you um, are you drinking something? Are you are you drinking something with? Yeah, I actually am. I'm not supposed to. I don't. Yeah, think. I wasn't um, sure. I didn't see you drinking. So what? So it interesting. Like so, my doctor and all the nurses didn't tell me I couldn't drink tonight. They just said don't eat or drink after midnight. Oh, okay. Like, okay. So so they're treating me like uh you know what 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 are those things um. You can't get them wet after midnight. You can't feed them. Gremlins, um, gremlins, yeah. Mogwais. So they're treating me like <laughs> mogwais. So they treat me like one of those. No, um, but then I was like, uh, I, so they didn't tell me. But I watched a video that said that you know, uh, you should stop drinking a week before. And I'm like, well, fuck, I blew that. <laughs> so, uh, which is funny. I, I had two calls today, uh, different nurses, and one of them was asking me like, so. Uh, do you drink daily or, you know, uh, twice or whatever? And I was like, um, yeah, probably daily. They're like, uh, one or two, three or four or five. And I'm like, oh, probably just one or two. She's like, never five or six. I'm like, no, I, uh, I, I'm not that young anymore, but I definitely have, <laughs> have probably a beer a night, um, which, you know, I, I've got so many beers to drink. But tonight I'm drinking, and I don't know if I talked about this one before. This is a Maui Wowie Tropical, right? That's... From, um, You've told me about Altamont. that. I don't know if you've talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but this is from Altamont Brewery, um, which is another local brewery, I think. I believe they're down um, in the Bay Area. Um, so this is a uh, special brew from them. Um, they do a Maui Wowie as a standard IPA, but this is the Maui Wowie Tropical, and it's a, it's a 6.5 um, uh, thing. It comes in this, this super cool-looking can. Like, it's got, it's got this kind of... Uh, 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 Islander uh, mask face, but it's done in that that kind of like tropical, or not tropical, but rainbow black lighted kind of look to it, and it's it's a really cool looking can. But then what they do is they also drop a bunch of um, uh, extra tropical juice on this thing, so they they hop it up 
um, with a lot of uh, good hops to get that 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 tropical flavor. I was trying to read on here um, what the hops were. I remember I think it was Mosaic was one of them. Here we go. It's hard to read because the the can the way it is in the light in my room. The Maui Wowie Tropical, an even more tropical approach to our classic Maui Wowie, uh, the Mosaic Citra IPA. So it's just Mosaic and Citra. Um, and then they do an infused post-fermentation with um, other tropical fruits. And it is, it's fabulous. It is, this is, um, right now, this is like a number one, two slot for sure. Like if I had to, if I had to rate this on a one to 10, 10, it would definitely be a 10. It it is it is by far like, and this is out of the can, like if I I can't even imagine what this would be off the tap. This this would be out of this fucking world. You gotta look up uh, the recipe. Yeah, no, I well I want to find out where they have it on tap. So this is the this the Almont Beer Works. Um, I kind of I'm trying to remember where they said the words. Uh, oh, there it is, Livermore, California. So it's kind of it's kind of close, not not too too far, but it's not like right around the corner. But uh, super, super good. I got this um, right before our anniversary. I bought the four-pack, and I drank three of them really quick, and I've been holding <laughs> on to this one. So I thought I'd make that one a special night since, you know, breaking the law and not supposed to probably be drinking, but I am anyways. So is that um, your pairing? You're pairing it with your surgery? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going to get that Maui wowie, uh, get that knee going. But, no, it is a, it's a super good um, – it's a it's a basic IPA that nice citrus, but it has a uh, a very high pineapple flavor over the top of it too, um, which is one of my favorite flavors to begin with, and um, it just it it has a kind of a tanginess to it that smooths out, and then you get your nice, you know, your regular hops, a little bit a little bit of a snap on your your tongue from the hops, a little bit of bitter, but it's just it's so good. So. I, I talked about the beer I was drinking, the, uh, the Deliria uh, from Delirium, which is a Belgian blonde ale. Um, and I actually, the label shows a pink elephant on it, and I wanted to pair it. Yep. I, I wanted to drink it, so I thought, well, what could I pair that with? So, <laughs> so when I thought pink elephants, I, I thought of Dumbo. And, right, of course. And so since we were streaming content, I, I, I actually watched. Uh, so they have, they have Tim Burton's new Dumbo on Disney. Um, oh shit! Cool. I haven't seen that. So I watched that, and I I like I like about half of Tim Burton's <laughs> films. I think I think he's got some brilliant films with with like Beetlejuice, some of his early ones, especially mm -hmm. uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, um, right. Ed Wood, Ed Wood. Oh my god! I think that's a masterpiece. Um, but but some of his stuff just doesn't quite work. And I that that's this one. If you watch it. Um, he spends there's so much in the the pre-production you could see in this it's it's the sets are incredible and it, right. you could tell a lot went into kind of the the pre-production planning this all out the production design um he but he always kind of tells those fairy tale style stories yeah and and it almost feels sometimes like when he gets to the production he just points the camera and captures whatever the actors give and then he moves on moves on moves on and and so I, I I think sometimes that drags the drags the um story, energy yeah. out of the out of what's going on. I think this had a lot of potential and had a lot of good stars. Overall though, I don't know if I'd I'd recommend it. They did a really good job with the with the the Dumbo Dumbo and, and kind of the the skin and the eyes and really making it feel right. uh like it was it was good. And uh and do it's think, do you think 
Go ahead. I was gonna say, do you think because uh because it was a Disney, do you think it had a different feel? Because he doesn't always have that 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 Disney feel to him. It's you know? possible. Yeah, he sometimes goes a little darker with his content, yeah. and he may have felt a little reined in. I don't know, um, but but you look back on a lot of his movies, and and he doesn't go too overboard with the getting. You know, he doesn't get too gritty, and I think sometimes this could have could have or movie like this. It almost reminded me of of a Hook. Remember Spielberg Hook? Yeah, yeah. Hook. The, Hook was, you know, it has a certain magic to it. It's a fairy tale. But what always bugged me about that movie is that it felt like they they shot the movie on on in the studio and they kind of cut each scene to get the, the, they had these big, big sets where they did a lot of their work. And then they cut them together with some matte paintings where they did some flying. And it seemed like it was almost like a three act. Ooh, we do all this. It, it just yeah. it didn't have uh, the the it didn't feel Nothing as. Magical. Yeah, it didn't it, it it didn't work quite as well, and that and that I I get the feeling with this one too. But but I, you look at a lot of his movies, and sometimes they they feel that way that that he puts so much into production design and pre production, but uh, doesn't quite have that that uh, spark during the actual filming that uh, or he relies on his actors. He's got some good actors, and you know Johnny Depp's brought some great. Uh, in and not so great uh, uh, magic to to the roles right. he's done for Tim Burton and he's got a lot of that same cast Beetlejuice boy that was a fun one and you know this was neat because it it brought back Michael Keaton uh, and okay. you know from Beetlejuice and Batman right and, as well as uh, uh, who was the Penguin and and Danny DeVito you know they're Danny both in there so that that kind of brought back uh, some some memories from old Tim Burton days with uh, Batman nice. Returns so that's kind of fun yeah, but I don't know, but they do yeah. have a they do have a pink elephant scene that's really really fun, and they do it with. Why was the, you say because pink yeah. elephants to me uh, was Fantasia. Uh, that's I right. Well, they have the whole. Isn't that the whole Mickey I think Mouse in, in the? I think it's I think in Dumbo too, and they certainly had them in the okay. live the live action too. They do they they kind of honor the scene with um, the doing they do like bubbles at the at the circus and they turn into these these pink elephants that are rising through the air so yeah i thought that was originally from fantasia okay but i fantasia did some really trippy stuff so they, yeah they had the, the baller they had the ballerina elephants and stuff like that dancing around i think and hippos and stuff so i thought that was there but no i could see that i haven't watched the regular the real dumbo you know the animated one in forever i think i, I don't know if i've seen it I, cause I didn't really? know the story. I may have seen it when I was just a real young kid and I, I certainly recognized some of the animation. Um, oh, man, we and, watched, uh, we, but, we bought all of those and watched all of those with our girls. Um, matter of fact, I have a tub. I was sitting in my, my, uh, it is, it is literally 40 or 50 Disney. The old clamshell, right? VHS. Yeah, yep. we have them too, <laughs> unopened. Yeah. And I, well, ours are all open because we watched them. Like, um, we watched a lot of them with the girls. Like, you know, as soon as I got them, soon, you know, was, this was a lot of Costco buys and stuff like that. And uh, it's funny, I was looking at that and, and we were getting rid of a bunch of stuff. And I was like, oh, we should get rid of that. I'm like, mm, I bet you we could sell that. I haven't tried to. Not that we have a VHS around to play them anymore, but I was just like, mm, I'm, not, I'm not ready to get rid of those just yet. You know, so, but yeah, I mean, that's, I, I'm, 
Yeah. I know we have one of the we have one of the clamshells that it's still in the original wrapper and it was when I was working at Best Buy and I and it came in and like within a day it got all recalled mm-hmm. because because there was some sort of picture <gasps> on the front that that you Little that, Mermaid? It wasn't Little Mermaid and that would be yeah with the cuz Little Mermaid didn't the get penis? recalled. I don't think Little Mermaid got re- recalled. I think it has, it has the the penis shaped yeah. uh, top. <laughs> yeah, I think this one though got it recalled on the same day because they didn't want to suffer the same fate as as Little Mermaid's uh, penis clamshell. Was it Aladdin? Aladdin? <laughs> Not you? Uh, no, I don't know. I'm trying what to it think, was. the only ones the only ones I know of for sure were the the Little Mermaid one. I think it was it was either but Little, I, Little yeah, Mermaid. Yeah, I bought a copy before they pulled the, pulled it off the shelf. Nice. Just, just just because I thought, oh, this might be you worth should, something. And you should eBay that motherfucker. <laughs> see what it's what it's up. That's that's. You never know. Yeah. That's well. That's I mean, I I wanted to keep them just, and I wanted to try and find and get a, a VHS that works. Just because one of these days I'm hoping to have uh, grandchildren, and I think it'd be cool to have. I got a VHS you know, that works. I think we do two somewhere, but I haven't I haven't looked. I got it because I still got to transfer about uh, half of my ho- old home movies. I used to make VHS movies when I was a kid, oh, and I still no have kidding. them. And I and I so I saved my last VHS, and I have a little converter to put them on the computer because I went through I, and I have converted like half of them. But I still still have. I do. More. I have one of those too. That I'm supposed <laughs> to do our I'm supposed to do our wedding video. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> These are old home home movies I used to make, like horror movies and you know, movies with friends. <laughs> Good we had we had uh, we had some of those like uh, the little VHSC and all those and I have no idea what came out of those and so we'll see. All right, well I think that's a good time to wrap this up. I gotta I gotta get some food in me before I can't eat anymore for tomorrow. That's right. You got only and, less than three that, hours left. <laughs> yeah, and I gotta take a I gotta take a shower and wipe off with some special wipes and all kinds of craziness. I think I'm gonna so, go bottle the the Belgian blonde uh, before, oh, before nice. I go to bed. <laughs> I've got a four day weekend, so because look at I, you. Oh yeah, that's right. A lot of people do that. We got Fridays off because of the summer schedule, and uh, tomorrow's off because of the Fourth of July. So I got four days. Yeah, I think so I'm my done. work actually reversed it, and they did Monday as a holiday. Okay, and so they got a four day that way. Cool. All right, well, that's it for us. Uh, you know, we never did introduce ourselves uh, on this. This is uh, the How We Sees It episode 29 with me, uh, your co-host, Noah. And my other co-host is my main man, Steve. Tell him, Steve, tell him what's up. What's, tell him what's up. You know, we've been talking about what's up the whole time. I know. I, I was trying to think of something other than say, hi, Steve. Or, hey. Okay, that's know. on you then. That's on me. It's mostly on me. I, I'll, one of these days, I'll have this all down and we'll be professional. <laughs> and who knows what happens then we'll be like episode 200 I'll have all my comebacks ready to go rather than oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyways that's Steve and I'm Noah this is how he sees it uh, and uh, I believe that's about it alright good night good night everybody <laughs>